Welcome back. It is uh, Monday, and uh, we're glad you're here. Stu and I are just talking about how to frame uh, Wednesday show. This is <laughs> this is interesting territory that we're headed into, um, and um, and it it is all revolves around the impeachment. It is what the Democrats are really afraid of. Um, and why they ran towards impeachment. You know, you don't understand at all. How, how did these guys run to impeachment on this, on the phone call? Yeah. I mean, how is that possible? Why? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense, unless you know what they're really hiding. And um, you understood a, a baseline of that in our first chalkboard. But Hail Hydra... You will really understand what they are hiding uh, by the end of the next special, which happens Wednesday. Um, And we'll tell you all about it coming up in just a second. Stand by. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program today a great show trying to get you up to speed and ready for the impeachment hearings that are going to be happening in the house beginning on Wednesday now Wednesday night is a very important night for uh, anybody who really wants to understand what's going on Wednesday night we're going to start well maybe we should start with Hail Hydra We'll begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So what kind of chair are you sitting in right now? Is it comfortable? Does it have 10 different adjustments? Does it have dynamic variable lumbar support? If it does, it's an X chair. If it doesn't, uh, it's not an X chair. An X chair is really the next generation of office chairs. Maybe I've been sitting in a, you know, pleathered, covered, you know, rusty steel plate for too long and you think you're comfortable, but you're not. When you sit in an X chair, you will see the difference. The patented dynamic variable lumbar support and 10 settings with those two things, the the X chair is what you want um, to be able to have a comfortable workday for either yourself or maybe your spouse at the uh, at the home office. It is truly the next generation of office chairs, and thanks to X Chair's 30-day, no questions asked guarantee of satisfaction, you have zero risk. Now, most companies can't make that kind of offer, but most companies are an X Chair, so don't settle for less than the very best. Get an X Chair today. Get uh, X Chair on sale now for a hundred dollars. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com, or call eight four 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 X Chair. Go to xchairbeck.com right now. Use the promo code Beck, and you'll receive a free set of the new X wheels with your chair. It's xchairbeck.com. Hello, America. It's Monday, the beginning of Impeachment Week. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited about Impeachment Week. Have you put your tree up yet? Your impeachment tree? Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, with all of the with all of the uh, Trump people that we can lynch on the impeachment tree in our own homes, it's going to be very, very exciting. Um, Here is my worst nightmare. My worst nightmare is that everybody makes this just about Donald Trump and the fight with Joe Biden, because that is not what this is about. It doesn't make sense. That all of a sudden, Nancy Pelosi, with all of the things that Trump has done, takes this one Ukrainian phone call, something where Joe Biden did exactly the same thing, except Joe Biden strangely gets credit as this great hero for telling a nation to stop looking in and investigating corruption. Don't investigate where our $7 billion is. He gets credit for being a hero for doing that. And yet Trump just says, hey, I want to know where that is. Go ahead and investigate. Please investigate. And he's held uh, for impeachment. Now, why on God's green earth would you bring up impeachment on that? Certainly not to strengthen your front runner. Because this has not strengthened Joe Biden. I hasn't really hurt him, though, either, to be honest. His polling is holding. He's no, but still, are you willing to. 11 in the last. Uh, but are you poll. willing to roll the dice on that as Nancy Pelosi? Hey, let's bring up the Burisma thing. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's, it's a bizarre. It's a it's bizarre, bizarre path. It's a bizarre You're right, path. Because there's been so many things that they put place so much attention on. Spent, I mean, Mueller is the most obvious example, but there's plenty of them where they've spent so much attention on trying to. Uh, convince the American people that this was a an impeachable situation, and mm-hmm. yet this came out before anyone even knew any of the details about it, before they even had the transcript of the call, mm-hmm. they were saying it was impeachable. And why would you bring attention to uh, Ukraine and Joe Biden, your front runner, on something that is risky, that you could just avoid and leave alone? Why would you do that? Especially when you know two people in Ukraine were convicted of tampering with the United States election on behalf of the DNC and Hillary Clinton. So you're pointing the cameras toward the scene of the crime. Now, we know from, you know, murder investigations, the first person that you're supposed to investigate as the suspect is the one who calls it in. Okay, the one who finds the body is the one that you you start there. Okay, you found the body. And how'd you find the body? Uh Uh-huh. And then when you rule them out, you can expand. Well, the ones who found this body is the DNC. But they believe that they control the media so tightly They control Google and Facebook and YouTube and everybody else so tightly that they can actually get a president thrown out of office and not have to pay for any of their crimes. And we are talking about crimes here. This is not high crimes and misdemeanors, which is political. These are crimes. So what is this really about? Well, uh, you know, I'm a fan. Stu is not a fan of Marvel. I'm a fan of Marvel. And I'm very excited about uh, the the beginning of Disney Plus this week. 
because Disney Plus has some new Marvel uh, shows on it that are going to be premiering that I imagine are good, seeing that they spent $25 million (laughs) per episode. That's insanity. Incredible. I like, I, I, um, um, what was it? Game of Thrones was $15 million an episode. Okay. Most expensive, $15 million an episode. The average is about $4 million an episode. This is $25 million. It better be damn good. <laughs> but I'm a fan of Marvel, and so I'm, I'm excited to see Marvel. And, and as we were looking into this, if we realized what we're dealing here with is a, is a reality version of Hydra. And if you watched, you know, any of the Marvels, you know that Hydra is kind of like Spectre is to James Bond, except Hydra is uh, is looking for a new world order. And uh, they're going they're They're using four different categories to be able to bring that that new world order into play. And they use these four independent sectors and. With their players inside of these sectors, they're able to take over the world, or at least that's what they think. So the the uh, Hydra itself is split into four independent sectors. The international corporations, and they use legitimate businesses to conceal their illicit activities. They use government acts, assets. They use, you know, individuals within the chain of command. And they they like to do it not in the administrations, but they do it in the bureaucracies because there's very little turnover in the bureaucracy. Then they use global criminal groups, and those are for the short-term goals, also used to deflect unwanted interest from global law enforcement community. So they are they're in bed with really bad oligarchs and uh, criminals, and then. Intelligence agencies. They use the government's intelligence agencies to be able to know exactly what's going on all around the world. Now, why would I bring up Hydra? What does Hydra have to do with the impeachment hearings this week? A lot. A lot. Because this is revolving around Ukraine. And as we told you in our last special, when we started looking into Ukraine, we found some things that we didn't expect to find. Yes, we found corruption. It's Ukraine. Yes, we found uh, Burisma and an just implausible story about Joe Biden and his son, that it was completely innocent and that Joe Biden knew nothing about this. Well, Joe Biden didn't need to. Joe Biden was over there to break up the the national gas and oil companies and restructure. So all he had to do was just start hammering all of the infrastructure of oil and gas and have his son on the board of directors of one company. And, of course, everybody's going to look at that in a corrupt nation and go, Oh, I see how this works. Okay, so if his son is over on the board of directors of that one, that one is the chosen winner because that's what corrupt governments do. They pick and choose winners and losers. 
So you didn't really have to be in cahoots with anything. You just have to have your son known to be on that board of directors. And, of course, all the government contracts will go there because everybody wants more from the United States. Because all we were providing were blankets. They're fighting Russia. We're providing blankets. How about some tanks? How how about some, you know, guns, airplanes? What do you say? No, no, we'll provide you tanks and or we'll provide you blankets and maybe more, maybe more. But you've got to do a few things that we say you have to do. Now, could be, could be that they just, you know, America just hates Russia so much that uh, we were just going to give them blankets to fight against Russia. That doesn't work. It could be, well, no, it, it really can't be anything else. It looks like we were trying to infiltrate their government and set up a government that we could control. Hmm. But the American people would find out, and American people wouldn't like that. How else could we do it? Hydra. On Wednesday, we're going to show you exactly what this State Department has been building, not just in Ukraine, but all over the world. We're going to show you a plan that was started by Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Oh, and another old familiar face. And and what they did in our State Department and put it into play that has everyone screaming bloody murder because whether Trump knew it or not, he stumbled into something that would expose all of it. And so the State Department started to say, hey, 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 he's, he's, he's in this territory. We don't want him in this territory. He can't be over here. He can't stop this. He can't do anything over here. So whether Trump was doing it because he wanted all that dirt on, on Joe Biden, because he clearly never said, hey, by the way, I'm not going to pay you unless you get my, unless you get my, uh, uh, my my opponent, you get dirt on him, you take him down. Otherwise, I'm not going to give you the 400 million. He never said any of that. But let's just say that was his desire. What he actually did was set off a chain of events that was going to expose exactly what the DNC, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and the U.S. Department of State is doing in your name with your money all over the world. And it ain't pretty. It's Wednesday. Don't miss this. Tell a friend. We've made it free. We ask that you would join us at The Blaze. In fact, you can get um, uh, a 20% discount by, and join The Blaze, which helps us pay for all this research, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You just go to uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code GB20OFF and you'll be able to uh, sign up. We, we really need your support. 
but we've made this special free so you can take it and you can share it with everyone you know. It will be on YouTube and it will be on Facebook. So make sure you're watching 8 p.m. this Wednesday, the Democrats Hydra. I think we have Mike Lee on today who's going to talk about not only what happened down in Mexico, but I hope to get some uh, ideas from him on what is happening um, with the impeachment. Also, uh, Congressman Chris Stewart is going to be joining us hopefully today as well, but he will be joining us for sure later in the week. He is he has been to all of the hearings uh, and he knows what's going on and is going to be able to discuss some of the things that he has already gone through and discussed with other colleagues as soon as these hearings begin. So he'll have some inside information for us that uh, we're looking forward to hear from him. Congressman Chris Stewart. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is Veterans Day. So first of all, veterans. Thank you. Blinds.com joins me in expressing our gratitude to the heroes that have served our nation. If you still haven't tried Blinds.com, now is the time. They're offering up to 40% off of everything, including their amazing blind shades and plantation shutters. Now, um, here's what people say all the time. I just got an email in, said uh, blinds were easy to install, came at a great price. Been able to redo my entire home at half the cost by using Blinds.com. That is exactly what happened with Tanya and I. We got about half off when we were using Blinds.com. And you're going to love the quality of them. They are just as good, if not better, at a much lower price. And every order gets free shipping. 100% satisfaction guarantee means that if you aren't totally satisfied with the style, the color, the quality, they'll remake your windows for free. Now, here's the interesting thing. If you actually mismeasure, they still remake them for free. So go to blinds.com now through November 12th and save up to 40% off everything, including blind shades, shutters, and drapes. It is uh, blinds.com. Plus, you'll get an extra $20 off with the promo code BECK. 40% off of everything and an extra 20% at blinds.com. Promo code BECK. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, there is a uh, uh, Nikki Haley um, is is now quoted as saying Kelly and Tillerson confided in me that when they resisted the president, they weren't being insubordinate. They were trying to save the country. It was their decisions, not the president's, that were in the best interest of America. The president didn't know what he was doing, Haley wrote. That's the view that the two men had. Not Haley didn't feel this way. In fact, she said that uh, the two of them came to her and said, hey, will you help us invoke the 25th Amendment? And she said, "Uh, no, no, I won't. She said, "Um, with the best and most open legal and ethical staffing advice from across the government, Those are the ones that said we have to help him make an informed decision. And they were working against Trump. And Tillerson said, if that's what you if that's what she means by this, that the best were, you know, 
trying to steer him into the right direction that I'm guilty as charged. Well, I don't, uh, I don't know if this is a good thing. Didn't we elect a president? I mean, one of the things we elected a president to do was what? People really felt strongly that our troops should come home. This is what Barack Obama promised. Our troops should come home. We should end these wars. One of the things that I know for a fact is Donald Trump is not a warmonger. He's not a guy who wants to go to war. He's not a guy who believes we should be involved with other people in war. He believes that we should be taking care of our business here at home. Now, that's what Barack Obama said in 2008, but he didn't do it. And why didn't he do it? Could it be that what George Bush told me in the Oval Office, that whoever sits in this chair is going to have the same advice coming from the same advisors, and they're going to realize that the president's hands really are tied? And I remember him telling me that, and I'm thinking, well, then why do we have elections? If, we can't, if our president is going to get the same advice and can't do anything about it, then why do we have elections? We're not run by the president of the United States. Your voice doesn't matter. So the president comes in and he wants a different strategy. First of all, uh, his strategy on Ukraine was to give them more than just blankets. He was going to give them weapons to be able to stand against Russia. Now, how is that pro-Russia? Because I remember they said first he was colluding with Russia. And by the way, a lot of these advisors who said that they don't like what Trump did with this whole thing are saying that the policy, though, was better to for Ukraine. Yes. But they're all saying, like, <laughs> right. yeah, by the way, yeah, the Ukrainian thing, was that worked out for Ukraine. And yeah. it was better than what Obama was doing. So who wasn't it better for, Stu? I mean, if it was better for Ukraine, who wasn't it better for? Hmm. That doesn't make sense, does it? Why would they want to remove him? Why would why was he so dangerous if he was the one who said, "Yes, they should be able to protect themselves. Let's give them more than just blankets." And all those people in the State Department now say, oh, yeah, that, that was a better policy for Ukraine. That worked out for Ukraine. Then why the trouble? Is it just the phone call? More in a second. You're listening to Glenn Beck. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. If you're a U.S. veteran, American Financing would like to say a huge thank you for your service. And if you haven't taken advantage of your VA benefits, then now is the time to call American Financing. They can customize a VA loan for your new home purchase or refi. Even if you've previously used VA home loan in the past, you still have access to the program. It doesn't matter if you've been out of the military for months or even years. You still can use your benefits. You might be able to take advantage of a zero down payment on your new home purchase with no mortgage insurance. You can also refi your lower mortgage rate, access cash, consolidate high interest debts, things that we have to do from time to time when life gets complicated. Whatever the need, American Financing has salary-based mortgage consultants ready to assist you. 
whether you're a hero or just an average Joe walking down the street. They've got you covered coast to coast, and a 10-minute phone call to American Financing could be the thing you need. So, AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. The Democrats' Hydra the Special is on Wednesday at 8. You can get it for free on YouTube. Also, JoinBlazeTV.com. GB20OFF is the code. Since when do we have since when do we have people who work for the president decide what the president should do in secret cabals and then decide to take him out when he won't go that way? <laughs> I mean, you quit. You don't like it. You quit. This is an elected official. This is not this is this is he didn't come up like you did. You were appointed. He was elected. And I don't understand that. And can you imagine? Imagine what people would have said if Barack Obama was surrounded by a bunch of people who were just determined to thwart him every step of the way. Oh, if only. If only. Oh, if only. If only. Oh, man. That but it would have great. done enough damage if everybody he was hiring decided to quit. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, the media certainly wouldn't have been friendly to those people no. who were trying to undermine the president no. like they are now. No, you think they would have protected those whistleblowers? Oh, no. No, no they would not have. No. They wouldn't have praised the anonymous book release I no. from the so. administ- yeah. administration. And like anonymous is a brave, wonderful, powerful, courageous thing to do. Like they would be they would be persecuting this person who was anonymously writing something about Obama. All their resources would be poured into finding out who yep. it was oh, at yeah. any cost. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. At, at 100%. 100%. So our next president in 2024 could be Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye West. Kanye has come out and he said uh, that he was going to run uh, in 2024 and then People started to laugh, and he's like, what are you laughing at? Yeah, he did not like that they laughed <laughs> no, at that. No, he didn't. No. He was not happy about it. <clears throat> yeah. So when I run for president in 2024, we would have created so many jobs. In fact, I'm going to walk. What I'm saying is, when you all read the headlines, Kanye's crazy, this and that and this and that, it's like one in three African Americans are in jail, and all the celebrities are in jail also <laughs> because they can't say nothing. <laughs> They've got no opinion. They're so scared. Uh, yeah, I, I heard. I heard the audio of this statement, and I could not decipher what he was talking about. <laughs> I, you know, I'm reading it, and I can't really yeah. decipher what One he's of the talking things about. He's here. talking about though, because and I know this from his past statement, which is a little more coherent than this. He was talking about the number of African Americans in jail, and and that that this is this is what they've wrought from supporting Democrats all these years. Mm-hmm. This is what has happened to is that there's there's very few um, fathers in in uh, heading the household in black families that is so many African Americans are in prison, so many are hooked on drugs, so many are hooked on the welfare system, and he's fighting against it. I mean, he really he sounds more conservative now than he did when he first started doing the MAGA thing. Yeah. It sounds like he knows what he's talking about now, whereas before he just liked Trump, and he didn't really necessarily, it didn't seem to me anyway, like he knew yeah. really what Trump stood for. 
or if he supported it. Now I think he does, and he does yeah, the, support it. The one thing he's been pretty consistent on, I think, is he's offended mm. by the idea that he has to believe a certain way because he's very black. much that part. Of I it, love that. Yeah, I, I mean, I love that too. Yeah, I love that's that. a really. That's a really basic thing. You know, well, you're an individual. You, you get to make your own choices. Aren't mm-hmm. you offended by all of the things that you're supposed to believe because you're a conservative? You yes. are supposed to hate children. You are supposed to like people dying in front of hospitals without care. You are supposed to like starving people to death. You are supposed to just love war in all of its forms. Oh, I do love that. I mean, those are great. Well, I right? mean, yeah. I mean, obviously. That and the hospital obviously, one. Yes. Yeah, there's yes. nothing better than the hospital <laughs> one, too. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we're all used to being offended because we're supposed to believe these things. Mm-hmm. When that's not what we believe. The same thing with Kanye. He's like, wait a minute. Just because I'm I'm a different color, I'm supposed to believe these things? And as he's telling people, what's more racist than that? It, it, because I'm black, I have to believe like you do? Because I'm black, I have to vote for Democrats. I have to keep voting to stay on the plantation. There's nothing more racist than that. Yeah, nothing. And, and you know, look, the racism is collectivism. They are the one of the same. One is just a version of the other. And, you know, you have we constantly talk about identity politics and like, oh, well, black voters want this. And, you know, that is just collectivism. You're mm-hmm. just taking these tiny the, these groups shall work for these groups and these groups should believe we're all individuals. And Kanye West is, I think, a powerful force, at least in illustrating that point, whether he knows what he's talking about on any of these issues. I don't know. Okay, so can I ask you another thing that I'm not sure if he knows what he's talking about, and and I'm I'm sure he does more than I do. Mm-hmm. But last week it came out that he and his wife Kim had a disagreement about her Met Gala gown. Did you hear this? No. Okay, I missed that. That's yeah, no, I I've did. Been too. Trying to stay up on her Met Gala gown. No, I know that. Dang it. Um, the only reason why this caught my eye is because um, the headline: Kim Kardashian removed. Fake nipples from her <laughs> Met Gala dress after Kanye voiced displeasure. That they were there or that they weren't there? No, that they were there. That they were there. And he said, okay. uh, let's see here. He, he said, it was actually quite amazing. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, I didn't know that either. Did you know I know. That? No. Uh-huh. He said, while looking at my wife, oh, my girl needs to be dressed like these other girls, showing her body off, showing this, showing that. I didn't realize that it was affecting my soul and spirit as someone who's married in love. Uh, the father of what's about to be four kids. Uh, a corset is a form of underwear. It's hot. It's like it's hot for who, though? So I, mm. that was my question in this whole thing is, you know, wh- whatever. I didn't know there was such a thing as fake nipples. Yeah, I didn't either. And she apparently removed them. Where do you buy them? <laughs> what do they look like? I mean, how do you attach them? Do you attach them to you? Do you attach them to the dress? Is it something that a woman would want to receive? Hey, honey, here's some fake nipples because your real ones I don't like. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> how does that? Is how, it how just? That do you work? sew them onto the dress? So do you have? Do you buy them in sets? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure you buy them in sets of two, but do you buy them in <laughs> sets of six? One would be a weird purchase. Would, One uh, singular really would. nipple would, uh, would yeah, be a would. very odd purchase. I think uh, to me, I feel like they come in like a almost like an egg crate where you're getting like several pairs and they're disposable. That's that's how I would envision it. I, I, if that product doesn't exist, uh, so I wait think a minute. So it. do the fake nipples? Do you wear them? They're one use. I think they're one-use nipples. 
But wait. <laughs> kind of like contact lenses. Right. But hold on just a second of the night. <laughs> Do you attach them to the dress or you? I'm going to go with you're going to probably attach. I would say mm. probably to the dress, right? Because if you. If you touch them to you and you wear a bra, then you're kind of losing the point of the fake nipples. Correct. So I think the the point of I, I'm assuming the point of this is the point. I, mean, I guess I hadn't really considered. I don't know. I have no idea. You want to see other the point? Than you see nipples, you think they're real. <laughs> who knew that who they? Would, yeah. Who, who knew? knew that they were fake? Who, who knew, knew that they were fake? We've been deceived we too, have, way too many ways. Again, women just so deceived. Women. Wow. Can't live with them. No. Nope. So anyway, uh, <laughs> we'd like to find out. At least I would. I just like to. I'd like to get to the bottom. Some of Some answers. Yeah, because maybe he's crazy. Maybe he's like, my yeah. wife's wearing fake nipples, and she's like, I don't have fake nipples. He always says <laughs> I have fake nipples. I don't. Are you insulted or, or is it a compliment? I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't. When I, you say at the end of the day, you're like, you know what? Look, uh, thank you so much for assuming I had fake nipples. These are my own. These are natural. I've worked hard. They work out every day. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Our sponsor this half hour is the USCCA. Are you a protector? Are you a defender of yourself and your family? If you want to defend with the best, then listen up right now because the USCCA is giving away 19 free chances to win $1,000 for the military gun of your choice. Which gun would you get? May I highly recommend the new SIG. Each one of these used by brave men and women of America's fighting forces like the U.S. Marine Corps, Special Forces, Army, and more All of them are known for their accuracy, their reliability, and being guns that Americans can depend on. So you want to know which ones they are? Just text the word BECK to the number 87222 right now and reveal these guns and unlock your 19 free chances to win. That's the word BECK, B-E-C-K, to the number 87222, 100% secure. A confirmation text is going to be sent. Don't miss the opportunity to protect like the BECK, the best. Text BECK. Well, you would, actually. If you get one of them, you get the new SIG, man. That thing is so accurate. I, fi- I I fired that. I'm I'm hitting the target every single time with that gun. It is so unbelievably accurate. And handed it to somebody else, they're like, "Glenn, you're a good shot, but I didn't know you were that good." And I said, "It's the gun." Handed it to them. Same thing. It is an amazing weapon. Anyway, uh, protect like Beck or the best, whichever. Text Beck B E C K to the number eight seven two two two. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I had to look this up for you. If you're a gun person at all, I know some people don't don't like uh, this. Apparently, I, I love it. It's the new P320 X5 Legion. Um, it is an unbelievable, unbelievable gun. X5 9 Legion R2. It has 17 round, um, uh, 17 round magazine and. 
oof, it's just, it fits. I'm a big guy. It fits in your hand just right. Uh, that's from Sig, by the way. Did you see the new Bond movie is getting very, very politically correct? Oh, is it really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that seems like the the exact franchise that could, could be completely ruined by that. Uh, uh, yeah, you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He gets a new all-electric Aston Martin. Okay. Well, I mean, as we know, I will say the the electric cars are pretty impressive when it comes to performance. Yeah. The Tesla's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. a new an electric Aston Martin has got to be it an could amazing be good. car. Yeah, yeah. It could, you know, it's got to be fast. Mm-hmm. Got to be fast. Um, the... Um, they they've they've decided to not let the first all female uh or the first female black 007 to happen they're oh, really? make her 001 apparently i think that's ridiculous i i mean right. 007 is the moniker it doesn't mean she's james bond it means she takes his moniker it does seem confusing i think to the average person though i guess uh, i guess uh, 007 is is so closely associated i mean i don't i i've watched a million bond films and i don't remember the backstory of 007 or 001 like i thought they were all different agents so the woman who uh owns uh and created fleabag the yes okay was that on amazon prime or netflix or something it's a a series about basically a uh promiscuous uh Woman? Screwed up woman. Screwed up woman. Really screwed up woman okay. who's very promiscuous. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> she was brought in as a scriptwriter for this new Bond. Okay. The woman who created that. Well, because it's very well written, isn't it? I think you, you, you liked Fleabag quite a bit, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I liked the way it was, I liked the way it was written. Um, you know, the end, she, it's a redemption story. Mm-hmm. It's a redemption story. Her trying to figure out her family and everything else. But it's really harsh. Yes. And and it's just harsh. Um, but they they brought her in to write it uh, so it could, you know, it could survive in the Me Too era. So he gets married. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that happens is he says, good morning, Mrs. Bond. And she said, Mrs. Bond, don't you miss? Don't you mean Ms. Bellwinger or whatever oh, the name God. is? Uh, <sighs> I. Uh, it's funny because you you uh, you look at all the the villains that come out in these movies, and the ones that are convincing are the ones that you can understand. And I was watching. <laughs> I happen to be watching a, a little bit of a View to a Kill. Uh, which uh, if you remember, Roger Moore, Roger Moore, yeah, okay. I believe nineteen eighty five ish. Those were bad. Awesome Duran Duran song, one of the yes, greatest, sure, certainly sure. the greatest Bond song sure. of all time. There's not even a question. Uh, no, Adele, not even close. No. Um, so Skyfall, uh, yeah, not even remotely close. Yeah, in fact, they, right. should, they should just delete you're the movie. Right. They should delete Adele's <laughs> additions to the movie Please. completely. You don't like Adele at all. No, she's fine. Yeah. I just, it's just not even in the category mm-hmm. um, of, of, of the incredible. I mean, Duran Duran's uh, View to a Kill is the greatest Bond song of all time. There's no disagreement with it. it just, I mean, you're just, you're just, this is just your hot take. Wrong. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, they were asked to do one movie. Adele is doing the theme for this one as well. Oh, wow. First of all, they were not asked to do one movie. They would have had them do the next 10. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, however, uh-huh. Uh-huh. They, they may have broken up about six times right, in that period. Okay. Right. But anyway, that's not really yeah. the point of the story. The point mm. of the story is um, uh, the Zorin, Mac, Zorin Industries is the bad guy. Max Zorin, I think his name is. And it, and is it Christopher Walken? I, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's so 
ridiculously over the top as a villain to the point of like he has he's decided to uh put a um a weapon underneath uh the san fernando valley and as it's, it's so funny to see this because it's like there's a lot of people who don't like social media that would be all in on this guy's plan because basically he's just going to cause a giant earthquake and wipe out silicon valley so we never get Facebook. We never get Twitter. We don't have to deal <laughs> with any of the social Christopher media stuff. Where we need him. <laughs> right? This guy's. They should bring this plot back. Right. Um, but he. So he goes in, and he decides to. He hires hundreds and hundreds of workers to work underground in a mine to load it up with explosives, so that when he sets off the explosives, it sets off an earthquake which floods this entire city and kills, you know, tens of millions of people. Right. This is his big plan. So now he's he's hired. Now you think of how do you keep this together? You have all these workers down there. I mean, none of them go to like, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, he's seen as very liberal, and he they went to all the papers and they just hit all the reports. I don't know. Uh, none of those whistleblowers came out. Uh, but then he, as the as the process starts to go, and he's going to set off this earthquake, he decides to laugh and execute all of the workers in the mine with machine guns <laughs> as he's walking out for right. no reason. These people that have helped him blow right. up the world. And then he buys the giant, he has the giant uh, Zeppelin to go over the San Fernando Valley and watch it all flood and watch all the people die. And it's like, at some level, I mean, other than the Democratic candidates, are, are villains that bad? <laughs> like, it just doesn't seem believable. You know, you know what I do love oh. is that all of the new villains, though, <laughs> want to do those things. They do. All the new villains in, like, the new Bond movie. There's been several out now that are the villains are eco terrorists. Yeah, Kingsman was yeah. another one like that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, at some point, Hollywood are are you reading what you're writing? You're listening to Glenn Beck. Um, Stu. Mm-hmm. We're going to go over, um, I'm looking through, there's a really great story today that I've got to get to uh, on how, when, what, what people are questioning now. People are, people are starting to question everything, and this impeachment, the way it is, is going to come together, is not going to help things. It's just not going to help things. People believe that there is, they're not getting the truth. You know, on MSNBC, an Alabama student said, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> and they were like, that's the new thing now to do. Like the new Baba Booey is essentially to say that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. It does seem like that's Except the Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba Booey didn't mean anything. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself <laughs> does. <laughs> yeah. If you ask uh, Amy Robach about whether he killed himself or not, uh, that's uh because she certainly seemed, what would you say, 100% convinced that he didn't? This is a reporter who recovered the story for the past three years. And that was her take on it. Again, I don't see, I, we have not seen any evidence and, you know, like, I, but I, it's a fascinating that they continue to go down this road. Things are changing in America and we're going to talk about the impeachment and how that's going to play out next. Of entertainment and enlightenment. Hello, America. 
there was some transcripts released that kind of show a little hole here and there in uh, the the case against the president. We we know you're going to get the story from the mainstream media on. Oh, look, look, he's the worst human being ever. Look, there it is. There it is. He's saying, I'm going to kidnap your children unless you give me all the dirt on Joe Biden. You have that. Let's go into the other things that the press really hasn't found need to report on. And those transcripts as we get ready for the impeachment. We'll do that in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, you're busy. I'm busy. Let's get right to the point of the things that you have to do throughout the day. Uh, The last thing you need to do is worry or worry about possibly taking your car into the shop because it needs a repair. Seeing that check engine light come on when you're driving down the street is enough to conjure up mental images of all the important things that you're going to miss out doing while you're simultaneously going broke at the hands of somebody who actually knows how to fix your car because you no longer can fix your car. CarShield makes the process of fixing that car for a covered repair amazingly simple. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work, which frequently isn't the option. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. So don't let the check engine light change your life. Get covered by the ultimate in extended vehicle protection like I did. Call 800-CAR-6000. That's 800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com. Promo code BECK and save 10%. Carshield.com. Promo code BECK or one 800 Car 6000. All right. So let's look at the uh, impeachment uh, and what we expect to be happening this week and the next couple of months. And then we're going to go into some of the transcripts. We're about to get into the, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up. We're about to lose ourselves in the holidays. So let me just plan out your nightmare. Wonderful, doesn't it? uh, Over the past year. (laughs) Lose ourselves in the holidays. I know. I love that. I know. Uh, I want to be allowed to lose myself in the holiday. Me too. I'm going uh, to. This comes from CNN, which you might mm-hmm. say, oh, CNN, fake news. But mm-hmm. they do seem to be almost like planning the impeachment hearings on the air. So they have a pretty good sense <laughs> as to when things are going to happen. Here's what Nancy Pelosi is going to say today because we told her. So, so, so far we have uh, transcripts uh, from the inquiry of about 2,700 pages of transcripts. Uh, we have Fiona Hill, George Kent, Michael McKinley, Gordon Sondland, Bill Taylor, uh, Alexander Vindman, Colt Volker, and Mary Yovanovitch. She was the uh, the ambassador. Mm-hmm. So we still have Christopher Anderson, Laura Cooper, Catherine Croft, David Hale, uh, Tim Morrison, Philip Reeker, Jennifer Williams to be released. So we just still don't have about half of the transcripts of the behind-the-scenes stuff they've already done. Okay, so that's step one. That's at some point these things will start uh, trickling out, and we'll get all of them. Wednesday is a big day for a few different reasons. Number one, there's a big special on Blaze TV. You should go to blazetv.com. Use the promo code GB20 off. Get twenty percent off your subscription. Uh, helps support these things, and it's about the impeachment. We'll get into the the exact details as to what we're going to cover with this special on Wednesday. Uh, but you can get it for free on YouTube. You can share it on YouTube and, and all these other places. But certainly your subscription is, is welcome uh, to support all of these efforts. That is one thing. On the other side is the first uh, live testimony we're going to get in public. This is going to come from uh, Kent and Taylor. 
Now, Taylor is one of the, uh, he's the former ambassador, uh, top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine. He's one of the guys that was texting about, basically, there was a quid pro quo. He's mm-hmm. one, of their, one of their star witnesses, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also uh, Kent, who is really critical of the president. So they're leading with some of their best material here. Um, and this is November 13th, which is Wednesday. Uh, then on Friday, you're, you're going to get testimony from Yovanovitch. She is the former uh, ambassador to Ukraine. Uh, and was fired, basically, by the Trump administration. She's the ambassador that everyone said uh, was stopping uh, any investigations by the Ukrainians into government, U.S. government officials, uh, into uh, the Anti-Corruption Bureau, uh, into anything doing with George Soros, anything having to do with Burisma, stopping all investigations and stopping any information coming into the United States. She wouldn't provide visas nor deliver any information from the uh, prosecutor general in Ukraine. That's pretty significant. Of course, now they don't, you know, they don't talk about that. But Maybe they will. I mean, this is a chance for Republicans to ask some questions, too. Now, next week is another week, they believe, of live testimony. And what's fascinating to me about this is next week... Is next week? Uh, I'm trying. I'm losing track of my weeks here. How many weeks until actually Thanksgiving? Is it uh, two, two weeks? So two free weeks before mm. the Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. You are really bumping up against the holidays here with your live testimony. It's probably the last week where you people are really going to pay all that much attention to this, at least on the top of their news cycle. People drift in and out around the holidays. They're going to Christmas parties. They're going to you know Thanksgiving dinners, gatherings, all these things. News, we know this from years and years and years of experience, the the marketplace for news drifts off a little bit in December. So it's weird to place things that you want attention on in December if you can help it. Well, you would make sure that you lead with the with the ones that you think are the safest and the ones that are going to make it through any kind of cross-examination. Mm-hmm. You do that this week. Then you go with your second tier next week, and then after that, it doesn't matter. Like, eventually, they just start, Michael Avenatti starts bringing people in, and then you know yeah. they're almost done. Yeah, they're, they're almost done. Then, then they're, they're, they're like, <laughs> whatever. Because the people are like, yeah, yeah, how many days till Christmas? I got to get some shopping done. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so the, the next two weeks of live testimony, then we go on to Thanksgiving week where they're sure to take a break, mm-hmm. you know, vacation time. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they come back, and they, there's a funding. To, the government needs to be funded, uh, which is you know, your typical debate that would highlight and, and be the first thing people would be talking about in the news. Yeah, but um, again, th- why did they put it at this time of the year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it disappears. Bury it. It disappears. Uh, then you have, um, then you have the December. So what the rest of the schedule is. So after we get all of these. All this testimony done, the House goes and they come up with you know their charges of impeachment, if there are any, because who knows? Maybe they'll decide there aren't, there's nothing, you did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know this is a fair and open process, and maybe they'll just decide, you know what? Looks like the president was clean here. Maybe that will happen. But likely they'll go back and come up with articles of impeachment. If they do that, they think they will have a committee report uh, and vote on the first week of December, as early as the first week of December. Um and that is, uh, you have the votes then the next week. So you have the the reports, the the charges, the hearings, then the vote the next week, which would be uh, probably December 16th, they think. Again, you're now 
in the mid. I mean, who is paying attention to the news on December sixteenth? Right? Like this is no it's bizarre. Now, no I will one. say the Clinton test, the Clinton impeachment vote did happen on December nineteenth, nineteen ninety eight. So it's not the first time this has happened at this sort of time period, um, but it is sort of in the middle of the Christmas holiday. And this would be the type of thing. Now, they're not committing to that timeline, but that's basically what you're looking at. They're saying now they think they're going to get a vote done completely by the end of the year. I mean, it's it's optimistic, I think, for them. I mean, if you don't think there's going to be twists and turns in this well, thing. I mean, here's, I- the, here's the thing I'm, con- I'm concerned about. I'm concerned that the GOP is not going to allow it to proceed to the Senate. And I think that is a massive, massive mistake. You, you you're, cannot. You're sure about that? Yeah. You can't. You cannot. You have to start playing offensively. Mm-hmm. This is they're putting us into a defensive mode. Play offense. Good. We've got some things we'd like to introduce uh, to the American people as well. Uh, we've got our own uh, witnesses to call. We have our own pieces of evidence uh, to bring in and they want to do that they want to bring people like hunter biden in to testify right but they think the democrats are going to block that from happening well you can do that i believe you can do that in the house but i don't believe you can do that in the senate mm-hmm. because the senate the president has a right he has his own attorney mm-hmm. so he has defense so he can bring up all of the stuff that he said in the phone call hey you know i want to know about uh the corruption with the election tampering, I want to know uh, what was happening uh, with Burisma. I want to know what was happening with our $7 billion. They do not want that to come up. And so far, I don't know why, but so far, you don't have a lot of uh, Republicans talking about this. Yeah, they've, they've got they've... to go on the offense. I think... A lot of Republicans think that's not the offense, though. They think that giving into a Senate trial is giving it too much credibility. I tend to agree with you. Blow it out of the water. Yeah, because here's what you think. Again, these things are tough to predict. But, I mean, generalizing here, what's going to happen is the Democrats in the House are going to bring out their best evidence. And there's not really going to be a chance to push back on other types of related issues in public uh, because that's not the way it's formatted. So that's, this is why they like it, right? They get all the bad stuff out. They don't have to deal with the other stuff. And it goes uh, to the end of the year. They get the impeachment vote. And they can tell all of their people that, yeah, we got that done. All the senators, you know, and, and they can all brag about how their party is the one that was able to impeach Donald Trump for the primary. And then it goes to the Senate. And if Mitch McConnell says, you know what, this is nothing and this is, this is just political and we're not going to talk about it, then they have that argument of this is the first time in history which it would be that the Senate did not take up an impeachment that was done in the House. Uh, it is. It was. It would be one of those things where they would have an argument that say essentially the De- the Republicans are just ignoring all the bad things that they're doing. If you bring, if you have the trial, it's not like the the, the Democrats are going to come up with additional information on this. They're going to blow it all here on this impeachment thing. So you're going to get a rehash of all the stuff we've already heard, and then additional evidence. Of all the things that the Republicans can talk about that they can't get away with talking about in the House. Not to mention that it will pull all of the senators that are presidential candidates off of the campaign and they will I think hate it, is, it. I think this is I think this is just destruction. I think if every single senator stands up from the Republican side, this is nothing but a circus 
This is a waste of American time and American money. But the American people need to know what the Democrats are willing to do to overthrow a duly elected president. So I vote, bring it on. If they approach it that way, and every single one of them, when they are voting, say that. Don't just say yay. Don't say yay. Say, damn right, bring it on. You have to have, because what will happen is, just a vote, they'll say, oh my gosh, 60 Republicans think this should be looked into as well. No, no, no. All of them need to be in lockstep. This is a trial that is going to reveal the truth, not about what happened on that phone call, because we all know that's a farce. We are only voting yes, so the president has a right to defend himself to show exactly what the DNC has been doing, what Hillary Clinton's role was in collusion with Ukraine. You want to bring it up? You want to expose? You want to, you want to have an honest conversation, Democrats? Bring it on. Mm. And, and, what, and what, are the, what are the Democrats going to bring to the table there? They're going to be able to bring up the third time we've heard testimony from Taylor? Yeah. I, like, right. what, what, are you, what are you going to go to there? Right. I when, mean, when you see, Stu, when you see what the special is this Wednesday... The evidence that we have, look at just the evidence that we have. We have two people that were convicted for working with the DNC and Hillary Clinton in collusion with the Ukrainian government to thwart our election. They've already been convicted. We have the tape of them admitting it. You're not seeing that anywhere, are you? It's high time the American people see it. And the president can use it in his defense because it's not unrelated. It's not unrelated. That's what he was talking about in the phone call. Mm -hmm. And all of those people, when he says, look, there are some people that were involved here, and I think they're still around you. All of the names that we have on the chalkboard, fair game. If they're making it about the phone call, it opens up the door for all of it to be exposed and on wednesday you'll see how deep this thing goes we thought this was about ukraine until we were doing the special the last special and we were doing research and we came across a name and it popped up in one of the hearings and we're like oh my gosh wait until you see i like to call it the democrats hydra that's Wednesday, 8 p.m. Don't miss it. You can save 20 bucks by using the promo code uh, uh, GB20OFF by going to blazetv.com slash back. Use the promo code GB20OFF. You'll save 20 bucks. We ask you to sub- sub- subscribe because it helps us pay for these kind of investigations, which are extraordinarily time-consuming and extraordinarily expensive. Um, so we're asking that you would subscribe, but I want you to know we're making it free on YouTube and Facebook so everyone can see it. So you now have to do your work and tell all of your friends, you gotta watch Wednesday, watch Wednesday, the Democrats Hydra, what's really happening and why the president should go on the offensive 
Because it's not going to just take down Joe Biden. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. This takes down all of it, including things that people who voted for Barack Obama wanted to stop. This one opens up the entire can of worms. Join us Wednesday. All right, getting to the transcripts next. Uh, hang on just a second. First, I want to talk to you about X Chair. It makes a great Christmas gift. If you, if you know somebody who just has a, a new office or a great office but a lousy office chair, if you want a new office chair for the office at home for your spouse, this is the best office chair. It is the next generation. It has 10 different settings on it, dynamic variable lumbar support. It is, it's made for you to be able to sit in it all day, although that's not real healthy, but it's made for you to sit in it all day. And thanks to the X chair's 30-day no-questions-asked guarantee of satisfaction, you don't have any risk. Prove me. Prove, prove me now. Prove me that I'm, prove, prove that I'm either right or wrong on this. Because if I'm wrong, you ship it back. No questions asked. All your money comes back. Okay? Who can do that except for people that really, truly know their product is so good that nobody returns it? X-Chair. On sale now for $100 off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com. Or call 844-4X-Chair. 844-4X-Chair. Go to xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code BECK. You're going to get a free set of the new X-Wheels with your chair. xchairbeck.com. Promo code BECK. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, we have a ton of newly released Freedom of Information Act stuff that we are going to go over on Wednesday's show. We have tons of evidence and documents on the Democrats' new Hydra. But let me show you some of the uh, players. Now, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Vinman, he's the guy who replaced the whistleblower. Remember when they were like, oh, we've got a second whistleblower. This one they don't mind exposing for some reason. This is a second whistleblower. That's how he was introduced to us. A second whistleblower. Because the first one had some problems. So we got a second whistleblower. We know this guy's name. You'll understand. Oh, like you've never understood before. Why they don't really want to get into the whistleblower. Soon. Soon. Wednesday night. Wait for it, Democrats. Um, But this is the attorney... Speaking to the uh, members of the select committee who are in the secret uh, hearings, and this is this is Lieutenant Colonel Vinman's, the second whistleblower's uh, attorney. Mr. Volkov says, uh, look, he came here. He came here. He tells you he's not the whistleblower. OK, he says he feels uncomfortable about it. Try and respect his feelings at this point. Well, we're uncomfortable impeaching the president. Excuse me. Excuse me. If you want to debate it, we can debate it. But what I'm telling you right now is that you have to protect the identity of a whistleblower. I get that there may be political overtones. You guys got to do what you have to do, but do not put this man in the middle of it. Now, this is the middle of this. We know the whistleblower's name on this one. It's on the record. Mr. Castor says, so how does it out anyone by saying that he had one other conversation than the one he had with George Kant. Okay, okay. What I'm telling you right now is we're not going to answer that question. 
If the chair wants us to hold him in contempt for protecting a whistleblower, God be with you. And you can go run out there and talk to the press about it and have a great time. But I'm telling you right, Mr. Castor says, you know, none of us is having a great time. Well, look, look, what I'm telling you is I've never seen any party, any party ever try to out a whistleblower in, in the same concerted way that is going on here. And it's not going to happen. We're just trying to find out if it's one person or five people. Look, I've been a prosecutor for 25 years, sir, okay? I handled confidential informants. I handled very risky situations. What these questions are designed to do, what you've already done, you don't need this. You don't need to go down this. And look, you guys can. I mean, if you want to ask, you can ask. You can ask questions about his conversations with Mr. Kent, but that's it. We're not answering any others. Mr. Selden, um, the only conversation we can speak to Colonel Vinman is about a conversation with Ambassador Kent. Correct. And you've already asked your questions about it. Oh, I don't think they're hostile <laughs> at all. I don't think the witnesses are now telling the prosecution what they can and cannot ask. You're listening to Glenn Beck. More in a second. I want to tell you about a special deal going on right now for MyPillow. Mike Lindell, the owner and inventor of MyPillow, has been wanting to show his appreciation for all of you, his customers, that have have done so much to make his company what it is today. So he's changing the game with his new six-piece towel set. This set is made with USA cotton, so it's extremely absorbent, yet it's still incredibly soft. Comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths for 30% off with promo code BECK. Everybody else is going to pay full price, but you're going to pay 30% lower than everyone else as a thank you. Just remember, promo code BECK. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. If you're a fan of my pillow uh, and the actual pillow and the other my pillow products, try their sheets. Um, this six-piece towel set is going to be the addition uh, to your other products that you've been looking for. It's really great towels, very very soft. Go to mypillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get 30% off the six-piece towel set, as well as deep discounts on all other my pillow products. Enter the promo code Beck or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials. It's mypillow.com promo code Beck. The Democrats Hydra, that's the name of it. Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Use the promo code GB20OFF at blazetv.com. Welcome to the uh, program. Glad you're here. Thank you for listening. We're getting you ready for the impeachment all this week. Um, you don't want to miss any of the shows at 5 o'clock this week on The Blaze. Um, tomorrow, we're really going to batten down the hatches on what to expect. Uh, we have Chris Stewart coming up in just a second. He has been in uh, these secret meetings. He can't tell us anything about it. Um, but he is going to be walking us through the impeachment uh, as the as the live uh, impeachment hearings begin to happen publicly. So he'll be here with us um, every day. We're going to talk to him coming up in just a second. There's a couple of things. The president, I guess, was taking on uh, Republicans this week and saying, no, no, wrong strategy. Don't say that, yes, 
you know, quid pro quo uh, happened, but it was justified. Mr. President, please, please. There, there, there is quid pro quo here. You were holding back, <clears throat> you know, the $400 million. Now, you gave it before they did anything. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically you're right. But it is your right as the president to say that, just as it was Joe Biden's right to say, I'm not giving you the money if you continue to investigate. Only one of those is in the national interest, and it's not Joe Biden. Hey, Joe, what happened to our $7 billion? I don't know, and I told him to stop investigating. (laughs) That's not, that's the wrong kind of quid pro quo. But that's very much, as Mick Mulvaney said in that press conference, it's, it happens all the time. Yes. We constantly hold back resources for, for outcomes that we want throughout the world. This is why we give foreign aid. It's not because we're nice. It is not because we're nice. It's not because we're friends with everyone. It's because we want specific outcomes around the world. This is we sometimes it's because of we think it's good for our security. Sometimes our son need you know drug money. Whatever the thing is, we're doing this stuff all the time. If the United States was giving money to Russia, to Russia, and we thought Russia had colluded with Donald Trump, would you have a problem with the government saying we cannot pay? another dime to mm-hmm. Russia in aid until we find out what happened during the election. Now, the only reason why you would say no to that is because you no longer believe in the system. Oh, who's going to ask that? Are the Democrats going to ask that? They're going to say they're going to put a stop to it. Well, we know that's just to, to add, um, you know, uh, coercion just they're just they're just trying to they're just trying to beat them down into the ground so they'll get the facts that they want. That's not what the president was asking for. What right. the president was asking for was a very broad investigation. Now, if you don't like the president, you might read into it that the only thing he cared about was getting Joe Biden hurt in the political race. Right. You, and you can and you can guess about that, but you don't have that. And this is why I think the, the strategy is, is, a, is an interesting and potentially faulty one from the president, because I think he thinks, look, I'm not backing down. You know, if you go back to if you go to a, a really nice Trump hotel and you come out of that hotel and your friend sees you at the front and says, how was it? Was it a nice hotel? And you'd say, it's really, really nice. I mean, it's not the Mandarin Oriental, but I mean, it's it is one of the nicest hotels I've ever been in. That would piss Trump off to no end mm-hmm. because you're saying something's better than his hotel. He he would say, I mean. I mean, you go look at some of the, some of those properties back in the day, especially some of the ones in Atlantic City that had his name on it. Were not even nice hotels. Okay, that's not what they were. But his point, and he says this in the Art of the Deal. He said it was a very '80s sort of advertising tactic, Correct. which was never give it up. Domino's Pizza is the best pizza in the world. Period. Do not what pizza? What's some small place in New York City? What are the original Rays? What are you talking about? Domino's is the best pizza in America. That's why you should buy the pizza from us. And I think people over time that's evolved. People have become skeptical of advertising and messaging, and people say the Domino's thing worked really well when they said, "Look, our pizza kind of sucked before. We've made it better. It's it's not expensive. You can feed your whole family. It's a good deal." It used to be. It used to work. Now it's a laugh line. Now yeah. it's kind of a quirk. 
you know, at best. When he says, oh, no, my hotels are the best, most luxurious, the biggest bathrooms, the, the most luxurious towels, you laugh about it. I've stayed at Trump hotels. They are very good hotels, mm-hmm. very good. But even if they are the best towels, I, you know, I was just staying at a Trump hotel with my son recently. We went to, we went to the hotel, and my son came out of the shower, and he had the towel wrapped around. He said, Dad, these are the most luxurious towels <laughs> I've ever used. I mean, it's a joke. Yeah, right. It's a joke. It's an endearing joke. Sure. But when we're talking about this, when we're talking about high crimes and misdemeanors— Play it straight, man. Right. Play it straight. Well, and I think, you know, he sees this as a retreat, right? Yeah, yeah. He see, if you give up on this, like, like the quid pro quo thing, it's a retreat. But what I think it really is, is a lowering of the hurdle the Democrats have to clear. I agree. If they Remember, it's not Republicans that are going to make the decision on, as to whether this escalates into something bigger for the election or, and maybe conviction of the Senate, the although unlikely. It's going to be the, mid, the, middle of, the middle of people that are not necessarily paying perfectly close contention, uh, attention. And, and, may if, not if you, be, and may not be Trump supporters, yeah. may not be Democratic supporters. Right. They're just like, I, I don't really know. I don't follow it. And so it's going to be who, what taste is left in their mouth. Right. And you're saying all they, what, what this has been set up as is if they can prove it's a quid pro quo, then he's guilty and should be impeached. And if they can't, then he shouldn't. But it's like, that is a, it's obviously at some level a subjective thing. So you're looking at this and you're saying, well, I mean, yeah, okay, we have all these witnesses who are saying it was a quid pro quo. They were texting about it at the time. Some of these people are big-time donors to Donald Trump. They were not trying to get him thrown out of office by any means, but that was the understanding that they had. You have him on, 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 a, on a transcript saying not a specific legalistic quid pro quo, but suggesting money and, uh, and these investigations very close to each other. The, and you know the way the media is going to present this. With all that being said, is it the best defense to set up that very low hurdle? Because we all know quid pro quos okay. do happen. It's just so, a matter of is this one in the American interest or not. So here's the difference. Let me read this transcript two ways. First, I'll read it uh, the way the president would want you to read it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll read it the way the press wants you to read it. Sure. Now, this doesn't matter how it's read in a court of law. As long as these things happen and you have nothing else, you're fine. John Gotti's walking away because he said these things. Unless you have something else. Mm-hmm. First, let me read it the way the press wants you to hear this. The president in the transcript, now this is an actual transcript from the questioning. The president in the transcript uses, you know, some words hedging from time to time. On page three, he says, whatever you can do. He ends the first paragraph on page three, you know, if that's possible. At the top of page four, if you could speak to him, that would be great. So, you know, whatever you can do. Again, at the top of page four, if you can look into it. It is reasonable, is it not, to conclude that those words of hedging for some, you know, lead people to conclude that the president wasn't trying to be demanding here? Oh, I think people, they hear what they want to, you know, as they already have preconceived notions 
I'd also like to point your attention to whatever you can do. It's very important that you do it if that's possible. Yes. Thank you. On the witness stand. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest at if it's possible. Okay. That's the way they want you to hear this. They want you to hear this yeah. as he's John Gotti, and all he is is on the phone going, look, uh, you know, go ahead and uh, put that money in uh, the bank account. You know, he, only if it's good for you. I'm not telling you to do it. It's, I'm just saying. If it's possible, whatever it's, you can do. It's you know. possible. I mean, it would help me out. But, you know, we all make our own decisions, so you do what you have By to do. By the way, did I bring up, I know where your child goes to kindergarten. Right, you know, it's like and it, where, where there's never there's never a quid pro quo. I'm going to kill your your child if no. you don't put the money in the account. But these are just they're qualifiers. They're legalistic qualifiers. You don't even have to say that. All you have to say is, ah, I hear your child. I hear your young daughter uh, just had a birthday yesterday, and and she's celebrating at school today. Ah, you gotta love our daughters, huh? That's all you have right. to say. And it's not a threat. That's not. Well, that's a nice thing about a daughter. What are you talking right. about? So now you have to interpret that because you're in your movie head. Mm-hmm. So if you're in your movie head, you know exactly what that means. But if I called up Stu tomorrow and I said, hey, Stu, uh, hey, we got to get together tomorrow. Oh, by the way, I heard your daughter is having a birthday and they're celebrating at school. Man, don't you just love our daughters? Like, it wouldn't be a threat at all. Totally fine. Exactly. Right. That's why this kind of stuff always thrown out. But this kind of stuff is not read like, wait a minute. The president in the transcript uses, you know, some words that are hedging from time to time. On page three, he says, whatever you can do. He ends paragraph three on, if that's possible. On the top of page four, he says, if you could speak to him, that would be great. Quote, so whatever you can do. Again, at the top of page four, if you can look into it. You know, isn't it reasonable to conclude that those words of hedging might, for some, you know, lead people to the conclusion that the president was not trying to be demanding here? Right. He's saying if it's possible, if, right. you, can, if you can do it, if the facts follow that line, I would love to see it if it's, you know, what the truth is. That doesn't mean that you must do this for money. So here's the thing. Donald Trump either really meant it that way, mm-hmm. and we don't know for sure, but he really meant it that way, or he's John Gotti, and he was saying, you know, so if there's something you can do, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. here? You got a lovely family, hate something that happened to your family, okay? But we don't know. That's another point where we're in a legal proceeding. We're assuming his ill intent. Exactly That's right. what the media is doing all the all time. All the time. So here's the thing. Mr. President, this is not a legal standard. This is the standard of what the press can make the the majority of people in America believe. And it is too easy for those people who are just coasting along, not paying attention, to go, oh, well, oh, well, I guess, I guess he did say that. And, well, they're saying that he's such a bad man. It was like a mob thing. No. Offense, Mr. President, not defense. Offense, offense, offense. Yeah, I did say that. Exactly the same thing that Joe Biden did. 
Except Joe Biden said, hey, that seven billion dollars that, you know, of U.S. aid money. Don't look into that. Oh, uh, that uh, corporation with my son. Don't look into that. What I said was, uh, yeah, look into that. We both said we're withholding money. He said withhold it to stop an investigation in the interest of American people. I said I'm withholding the money because I don't trust your country with any more of our money. Prove to me that you are a different kind of president. Investigate those things, and then we'll know we have a good partner. Amen, brother. That is an open and shut case to the American people if presented that way. Hey, by the way, it's Veterans Day. Thank you so much, if you were a veteran, for all that you have done, uh, sacrificing your time and too many of your friends. All right, Blinds.com wants me to join in expressing our gratitude to the heroes that have served our nation. Uh, And also, I want to remind you that if you have not tried Blinds.com, now is the time. They're offering up to 40% off everything including their amazing blind shades and plantation shutters. Now, we get letters all the time that say exactly the same thing that Tanya and I uh, said. They're easy to install. They're easy to find. You know exactly the quality you're getting because they send you the free samples. You order them. You order them, and it's usually half the cost. I mean, this is without all the everything else. They're usually half the cost of what you would have spent. So you can do double the amount of windows. It's crazy not to try it. Blinds.com. Use the promo code Beck right now. You're going to save an extra $20 off with the promo code Beck and up to 40% off everything, including blind shades and shutters through November 12th. Rules and restrictions do apply. Just go to blinds.com. Promo code Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, before we get to the podcast, I want to talk to you about the two million burglaries that are reported every year. And what's crazy is that only one in five homes have security. I mean, burglaries are happening all the time. And I think the reason why people don't have a security system in their home is because the security companies suck. They got all kinds of, you've got people coming into your house. They're going to drill holes in your wall. Hello, Mr. 1972. That's why Simply Safe is just tearing this business apart. It is growing so incredibly fast, and it is the best in industry. There's no contract, no hidden fees, no fine print, no drilling holes or stringing wires. Around the clock monitoring is $15 a month, and you can cancel any time. When other home security systems are triggered, police assume it's a false alarm and it goes to the bottom of the list. But with using Simply Safe and their video verification technology, they can visually confirm that the break-in is happening and that gets the police there from 45 minutes instead to 7 minutes. Simply Safe. They have a huge deal going on right now at simplysafe.com/glen. You'll get a free HD security camera when you order. It's a $100 value and you'll get the 24/7 monitoring and video evidence if somebody's trying to get into your house. So get your free HD security camera at simplysafe.com/glen. That's simplysafe.com/glen.
This is the Glenn Beck program. I guess what I'm saying on the on the last break here is, Mr. Trump, please, you play to win. You don't play to tie the game. You're on the help me out, Stu. You're on the Uh-oh. one yard line. You're on the oh, one no. yard line. Here we go. You have the superior team. Mm-hmm. The other team is tired. Maybe a couple of their great guys have been taken out. You are dominant on the field right now. You're at the one-yard line. Why would you kick a field goal? Yeah, punch it in. Punch it in. It does- Jam it down their throat and make the touchdown to win. Yeah, I mean, because it's. I think it's being portrayed as a, it's some retreat, but it really just makes it makes the task for the other side easier. You're giving them an incredible, another sports analogy, an incredibly low hurdle to clear, right? Make it difficult. Make them prove that this is not in the national interest and you have evidence of it. And I just want you to know, it took me a second because I was like, hurdles, I know that's in track. Okay, okay, he switched sports on me. I did. Don't do that. I did. Well, well you, that's not. You could hurdle a player in, in football, too. <laughs> right, you, uh, it you could. You could. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it, I just. Uh, it doesn't seem like the right approach, but this is, you know, this is, I mean, he's well down this road. It's not just him. I mean, you know, a lot of people on the Republican side are down this road. I just think that, like, your your sale here is that this was good for the country. Yeah. Like, you did something good. Not that you didn't do something bad. It's that you crazy. did something good. Just That's crazy. offense as opposed to defense. Do you want to see how good the offense is? Make sure you're watching the uh, special on Blaze TV on Wednesday. Just join us at Blaze TV slash Glenn. Uh, use the promo code GB20OFF and save 20% off your subscription right now. Blaze TV. It's Wednesday night, 8 p.m. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about Relief Factor. Look, Relief Factor will help you. It will help you. It will help you. It will help you get out of pain. For me, the cold and elevation um, is always a problem for me. I fly, and I have real pain when I fly. (sighs) Okay, so what are you going to do about it? Well, you're not going to be able to get rid of it. You have to minimize it as much as you can. You can go and use narcotics if you want, but those have nasty side effects. Try Relief Factor. It's 100% natural. What, here's what happens. It reduces the inflammation, and that is the main source of pain for all of us. That's why you don't have nightshade vegetables. Who knew? Or are you supposed to? No, no nightshade. <laughs> See what I mean? Take Relief Factor, and you're fine. It's uh, 800-583-84, 800-583-84. Just try their three-week three week quick start. It's nineteen ninety five. Get your life back. Get out of pain. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Constitution says there's three ways to impeach a president. 
Uh, first one is treason, and that's the only thing that is outlined in the Constitution uh, with a penalty. You have to have at least two witnesses, eyewitnesses, and uh, when that happens, you can try him for treason, and the only penalty is death. I don't think we got that one. Uh, the next one, high crimes and uh, misdemeanors, but there is a third as well, and that's the one the DNC it looks like they're going for. And we'll give that to you in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So Thanksgiving is only a couple weeks away. Still plenty of time to get rid of the turkey neck and sagging jawline you may have developed over the years. And you can get compliments around the uh, dinner table. How about that? You got to try GenuCell's breakthrough jawline treatment with MDL technology. If you haven't done that yet, you got to pick up the phone or go to GenuCell.com right now. If you order today, Chamonix's got to hook you up with all sorts of stuff. You're gonna get you're gonna get the uh, the classic GenuCell eye bags and puffiness, absolutely free. You also get their immediate effects for results you can see in 12 hours. And for Thanksgiving, GenuCell's offer is even getting better. They have the top-selling GenuCell eyelid eyelid lift for sagging droopy eyelids, automatically free. You'll also uh, get the uh, the holiday. Uh, situation where they're going to take 10 years off your appearance. We're talking about seeing the difference guaranteed. You don't have to worry about whether you believe it or not. Try it. It's guaranteed. You get 100% of your money back. That's what Chamonix does. Call them at 800-577-8709 or go to genucel.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Now until Thanksgiving, you'll get the Genucel uh, anti-wrinkle treatment and fine lines and wrinkles as well as a free third gift. Shipping is also free. 800-577-8709, 800-577-8709, or genucel.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. In the Constitution, it says the president, vice president, and all civil officers in the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Hmm. Treason? No. Other high crimes and misdemeanors? What does that even mean? Bribery. This is what they're going for, it appears. The bribe would be obvious to everyone. If Trump, this is according to The Atlantic, if Trump and the people were acting on his behalf, had told the Ukrainians, we'll release your military aid, but you have to, you have to do us a favor of contributing a million dollars to Trump 2020. Then we'd know that bribery... You know, it's unlike maybe a minion saying, well, no, they don't have any time to meet with you. Although, you know, they do have this Clinton Foundation. And it'd be wonderful if you would go ahead and donate to that. And then suddenly their schedule opens up and they can meet with those people. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, she could have been impeached for that, huh? That's in the Constitution bribery huh instead trump they say uh, pressed ukraine for a favor as valuable to trump as a million dollars they asked you tra- ukraine to launch or at least announce a corruption investigation into the biden family in return the trump team implied that they would get military aid for an oval office meeting trump asked for a favor that would benefit him politically and tied it to foreign aid Yeah, it also would have helped the country because it was in national interest. And that was the last thing in a long, long 151 word laundry list of things. So it looks like they're going for bribery. 
still it's an interesting thing they're going to attempt there i mean i you know if you want to know their their direction it's good to get out in front of it and this is what they're going to go for you're going to all of a sudden hear the democrats just love the constitution they care about it so much it's right there Mm. we read it every day and it's just Mm. it's one of the only two specific things mentioned for impeachment it's bribery and this is clear this is what it is this is the road they're going to go down right um and you know i think people's heads will explode i mean because we we know we know that the clinton foundation got rich off of people trying to meet or schmooze <laughs> with the uh with the secretary of state hillary clinton we know it we know it nobody ever wanted to pursue that nobody ever wanted to look into it well, why don't you look into why all of a sudden the Clinton Foundation is struggling for cash? Because soon as she's not in the uh, you know in the Oval Office or not as the Secretary of State, all of a sudden all those those great people all over the world that just thought this was so wonderful have suddenly stopped thinking it's so wonderful. Mm. Why? 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 Why is that? Yeah, and this is a dangerous road, I would say, for Democrats to go under. Uh, because, as you point out, there are, is endless evidence of these things going on. I mean, you could read any number of Peter Schweizer books to see the documents and details of the times they I mean, take so, money for favors. This so, happens all the time. Yeah, well, they've got Mitch McConnell on that, too, because Mitch McConnell yeah. is also in a Schweitzer book, mm-hmm. you know, being just as bad as the rest of them. So, um, but also, you, have, you do have somebody else that could be brought up. Uh, because you couldn't bring up the Clinton Foundation in your defense, because that's not it doesn't have anything to do with this case. However, you could make the case that it was bribery that was also involved in the uh, quid pro quo from Vice President Biden. Uh, you could try that. You could attempt that, and they are probably going to. Um, what I'm interested about is the idea that their defense on the Biden thing is so weak, right? It's it's just this idea that really the summary of it is Joe Biden's pure and Donald Trump's evil. Like really right. is all that, they're that doing. Is. Because, that is. Because they're just, they're saying, well, yeah, sure. There's a lot of uh, really shady things. It looks like happened with Ukraine, um, but Joe Biden's intentions were perfectly clear. He's told us to our face that they were, were clear, and, and so we're fine. That's we believe crazy. him. They just believe him, right? But, like, the, one of their defenses is this, and I thought this was fascinating. It's buried in a New York Times piece uh, from today about, which basically exonerates Joe Biden on, on Ukraine, mm-hmm. is the point of it. Okay, yeah. Right? So sure, there's sure. lots of excuses as to wh- all the things that went on. There's lots of coincidences. They weren't even his policies or his ideas. He was just executing them. And the only reason he did any of them is because he was known for taking all the tough jobs that the administration couldn't find anyone else to do. He was just a hard worker. He is a lunch pail so Joe. Great. I mean, it was almost a campaign. It's almost a campaign commercial. Mm-hmm. But buried in there, uh, about three quarters of the way down, is their defense on Burisma, and this is the uh, natural gas company in Ukraine that Hunter Biden worked for. And they say Burisma was a smaller uh, company, but it paid no played no role in Mr. Biden's pressure campaign. Administration officials could not recall whether the company was even mentioned in meetings the vice president attended on energy matters. And you think to yourself, well, that's a good defense. 
if these people are around them and they're saying, well, they didn't even mention Burisma, it's a small company, and uh, they don't even know if he ever even knew about it. And it was definitely not involved in his pressure campaign. No. So what was his pressure campaign? He had a pressure campaign going on with the energy industry? Well, what was that pressure campaign about? Listen to this paragraph of the same story. Ukraine's energy industry, the country's geopolitically crucial economic engine, was a central point of contention between the Obama administration and Kyiv. Mr. Biden and uh, another person they introduced earlier, they talk about pressuring Mr. Poroshenko to reform the operations of the state-owned natural ga- uh, gas company, Naftogaz, which controlled about two-thirds of the country's energy resources. So, you seeing he wasn't helping Burisma. He didn't even bring it up. All he did is take down their top competitor. It's like, look, look, Joe Biden is running the FDA. And Hunter Biden works for Burger King. And Joe Biden happened to be investigating McDonald's. He wasn't even mentioning Burger King. <laughs> Hunter was at Burger King. That uh, wasn't Joe I, Biden's pro- may uh, I also, focus. May I also say mm. that they were pressuring McDonald's because they had a lock on the market. And they were saying, Joe Biden was saying, hey, look, we got to investigate this. Uh, unless you're going to investigate, but we're going to investigate it. And by the way, um, we have uh, U.S. aid dollars in the billions for any energy company that wants to make a case that they can do a better job in in finding natural gas and oil. Mm. We just it's not for your state gas. It's for anybody else. Yeah, you kind of forgot they're not only taking down the major competitor, mm-hmm. but also offering money. Now, for if people to do it another way, she, mm. if you are your vice president, that vice president is over there and you're looking at all the companies that you might want to invest in, the companies that you think mm. might have the best shot of getting that American money might be the one that has Joe Biden's son on the board. I'm just saying. You think? Well, in a country like Ukraine, that's completely corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. My impression at just after going through all of this over the past few months is that if you fly in the airspace over Ukraine, you will become corrupt. That's how <laughs> right. corrupt the Ukrainians yeah. are uh, in, in, in their government. Because it is like every single person. I mean, remember, the storyline they're telling us, this is the left's case, is they were so corrupt, we had to bring in a new guy. And that guy was so corrupt, we had to bring in a new guy. And that guy was so corrupt, they had to bring in a new guy. Like that is their that is their well, but case. Again, it's not the total case. Yes, you're right about having to bring in that guy and then the other guy and then the other guy and then the other guy. <laughs> right. But the good news is, from the outset, the United States insisted through an NGO that they set up a national bureau that's for anti-corruption. Mm-hmm. So this anti-corruption bureau set up strangely by an NGO. We should look into that. Um, they were going to work with the government to make sure that all those, all that corruption was gone. Unfortunately, the guy who ran that <laughs> anti-corruption bureau, yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was convicted in meddling in the U.S. election uh, by uh, helping Hillary Clinton and bragging about it on tape. That's why they gave him a. A conviction uh, there on that crime. Well, he but. was only recorded saying it, and then it was played 
Uh, in fact, we played it on one of the specials. Yeah. Uh, they're just having dinner. Just like, ah, yeah, we were helping Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah. Just thrown out there. No one cares. Yeah. This is a conviction. It was a conviction in, in Ukraine. Of course, again, every single person who's ever walked through Ukraine apparently is corrupt. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe well. it's maybe it's the radiation from Chernobyl. So I don't know the, what causes it. So here's let me let me just give you this. This is um, uh, this is a conversation between the the Republican uh, questioners or investigators in the in the private hearings in the classified hearings this is part of the text that was released over the weekend now again this is the top ukrainian guy for the national security council so this is the guy who knows it all mm-hmm. inside now he was selected to be the top guy on ukraine question so what do you know about jolevsky uh, the oligarch that controls burisma Oh, frankly, I don't know much. Uh, don't know a huge amount. Yeah, are you aware that he's the former m- minister of ecology? Now, remember, head guy, Burisma, what's the plan? Oil and gas. Gee, you should figure out who the minister of ecology is. <laughs> Probably don't a you big think? deal, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not. Are you aware of any investigations the company has been involved in over the last several years? Well, I am aware that Burisma does have questionable business dealings. That's part of their track record, yes. Okay, and what questionable business dealings are you aware of? Well, I think it's you know more of a generalization. I, I'm aware that it has questionable business dealings, and they were you know they were known as a fact. Okay, okay. Did you know if they'd been involved in misappropriation of energy licenses? Nah, don't know that. Don't think I could say that. But I think the general the general answer is they have questionable dis- business dealings. So money laundering, tax evasion, if they were subject to those investigations, that would comport with your understanding of the company. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much the that would comport with the understanding of how business is done in Ukraine. <laughs> okay. All right. So in 2014 they uh, they undertook an initiative to bring in some additional folks on their board. Are you aware of some of the folks they added to the board in 2014? Well, the only individual I'm aware of, again, after you know it's been reported in the press, is Mr. Hunter Biden. Now, that just brings into question, uh, may I just approach the bench, Your Honor, here and talk to you, the listener. Doesn't that make you look at Joe Biden and go, wait a minute, if the National Security Council knew that, what was it, um, bribery, money laundering, tax evasion was Part of the deal of Burisma that maybe you should follow John Kerry's stepson and say, uh, guys, we shouldn't take this board seat. I, I can't do it because this is crazy. These guys are really bad guys. Joe Biden, doesn't it? You don't question the people around Joe Biden. Maybe the, you know, the Secret Service. Nobody said, hey, by the way, he's getting into bed with a really bad company. And did you check with any of the authoritative sources in government to learn a little bit more about these? No, I didn't. Even when the narrative started to creep in? No, I didn't. I didn't think it was appropriate. I mean, he's a citizen, a U.S. citizen. Well, I'm going to ask questions. Frankly, that falls into the law enforcement sphere. Oh, Hmm. like the anti-corruption bureau that was colluding with the Democrats and Hillary Clinton to throw the campaign? You mean... Those law enforcement officials, I I mean, this is such an easy case. Such an easy case. All right, I want to 
I want to talk to you a little bit about Goldline. Look ahead and try to plan the future. How how are you how are you planning the future? How are you planning the future? Yeah, I have like a fifty thousand dollar a month job at Burisma. That's, <laughs> that's a good yeah, that's a good I one. I just figured that would be easy. No, I don't that's know a good about one. natural gas. Yeah. I don't speak any Ukrainian. You're but... qualified. Oh, cool. Uh, chances are pretty good. You're the responsible type. Uh, so when I ask if you're prepared for retirement, what's your answer? Did you know that many Americans choose to diversify their retirement account and their savings with physical and precious metals? And I don't mean all of it. I mean like 10%. It's true. It can be a smart way to go. And here's why. During the time that you're making money and storing up for the proverbial winter, you're still going to want at least a portion of that to go to something that is as close to inflation-proof as possible. That way, it comes out the other side worth the same. You know, your dollar is not really worth a dollar. Depends on where you live. And every time they print more money, the value of your dollar goes down and the value of gold goes up. See, gold's not really changing its value. Um, The dollar is. Goldline is offering a five-year IRA fee in uh, bonus silver for the new qualifying self-directed IRA purchases. So you get rid of all of the five years plus IRA fees and you get it in bonus silver right now. Call a friendly Goldline uh, representative. The executives are there waiting for you right now. Learn about this limited time promotion. Call them 866-GOLDLINE. Take advantage of this offer. Ask them about the five-year IRA fees being bonused in silver. It's 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. So exactly what did you do with your authoritative uh, sources to evaluate what was going on with Burisma? Well, I, you know, I, I, uh, I talked to my uh, interagency colleagues, you know, and asked them for their views. And they shared them. And I incorporated that into my own personal assessment. Uh, assessment and that's really it. Oh, okay, so are you telling me you just made a couple of phone calls? Yeah, I mean, whatever the format of exchange was, I don't recall. So telephone calls, emails, that type of thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm glad this guy's on the National Security Council because he is he's a he, he deeps. He, he, he digs deep for truth, doesn't he? He, he does. He does. Yeah. We're finding a lot of truth in the in these uh, transcripts that yeah. I think is kind of interesting. That is not necessarily the focus of a lot of the media coverage. For example, uh, a lot of these people who are critical highly of Trump and his, the main witnesses for the Democrats right now, uh, people like Taylor, uh, who is uh, the guy, I would say most centrally probably accusing him of uh, of bad actions in texts and such, uh, you know, career diplomat. Um, all these people who are super highly focused on Ukraine. And again, the case is, well, look, he's, he's trying to help Russia, you know, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Listen to some of this testimony. This, I think it's interesting. So they're asking, uh, it's a Republican lawyer at, talking to Taylor. He says, uh, once you join the administration in Kiev, and yes, it is Kiev and not Kiev, were you happy with the package of aid? Um, I was happy that we were providing aid. I guess we could always be more, but it, I was glad it was coming. I would have been unhappy if it didn't come. But the Trump administration had a package of aid, uh, aid to Ukraine, right? Yes including lethal defensive weapons, right? Yes. Financial assistance? 
I was very happy about that. And was this an improvement over years prior? Uh, the critic of the Trump administration says it was. Was it a substantial improvement? It was a substantial improvement in, the, in that this administration provided Javelin anti-tank weapons. The shoulder-fired missiles, he said, successfully deter Russians from trying to grab more territory. They were also a very strong political message that said the Americans were willing to provide more than blankets. I mean, that was the previous. Again, talking about the Obama administration. And these weapons are serious weapons. They kill Russian tanks. So these are serious weapons. It was a, distrem- it was a demonstration that we support Ukraine. And against Russia, in this case. Again, over and over and over again, we see this. The Russian narrative, so, which is largely di- dissolved now. They're, they're all saying they're all saying a couple of things. One, he was for Russia. No. Uh-uh. No, apparently not. not by his actions. Two, uh, he was very dangerous on Ukraine. How? The Obama administration was giving them blankets. I don't know if there's smallpox included. <laughs> giving them blankets. He's giving them javelins. Wait, wait how, how is this and yet you'll walk if they change anything in the state department's policies this oh. is the Glenn Beck program must be something there we should look at all right lifelock we are um, being warned about e-skimming that's when cyber criminals watch online shopping carts in order to steal credit card and debit card information from websites and mobile apps well, this sucks Captured information can include names, birth dates, account numbers, passwords, and they target business like retailers, ticket selling sites, travel related companies, utility companies, vendors, people who provide online ads, basically everybody. This is why you need somebody to stand by your side. Cybercrime is affecting all of our lives, and identity theft is another serious issue. Somebody's stolen every two, se- uh, two seconds in the country. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats and alerts you if and when a threat is detected. And then they have, if there is a problem, a clean a cleanup team here based in the U.S. ready to help you fix it. Save 30% or more off your first year right now by using the promo code BECK until December 8th at LifeLock.com. 800-LIFELOCK. BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code GB20OFF. Get access to the Democrats' Hydra. It's Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Also available on YouTube. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to it. It's Monday. The impeachment hearings begin. And uh, Chris Stewart has been kind enough to be able to uh, make time in his schedule. Uh, he's a congressman from Utah that has been in the skiff. Have you not been? You've been you have firsthand experience in the skiff. Do you not? First hand firsthand experience on more than one occasion, Glenn. And before we get into that, let me say happy Veterans Day to all our veterans. God bless them all out there. If you would let me. Absolutely. I know you're a veteran, so happy Veterans Day to you, and your family is just riddled with heroes, and uh, I'm I'm grateful for everything that they've done, along with all the other veterans. So, Chris, um, first of all, just side note, you're you're in on these impeachment hearings. You've been sitting there and listening to this in the skiff? Yeah, yeah, and not just for the last six weeks, by the way. This goes back, really, three years. I mean, for three years, the intelligence 
committee, which is one of the most important committees in Congress, the work we do really matters. We've been diverted for years now on first the Russian collusion, uh, the Mueller report, uh, you know, obstruction of justice, and then they ran out of a ran out of ammunition there. So now we're doing impeachment on Ukraine. So why not? Yeah, I've been there uh, day after day. I've been doing that. Can you tell me um, first of all, just to, just for casual interest? What's the skiff like? Is it a regular room? Is it like in the movies where there's a glass box in the room? Yeah. Is it well, like that? Not as, not as mysterious as it may sound. I mean, it's a, a secure facility. You have uh, obvious heightened security around it. You go down the hallway through a, uh, a very heavy, uh, it's not really a blast door, but it's a, a door in order that will contain any electronic emissions or any, any sound. And then you go through another inner door. And after that, it's much like, any other kind of office space. There's a couple of hearing rooms, some conference rooms, a library. Oh, that's kind of disappointing. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of disappointing. Uh, you know, I like the movie yeah. Skiff better. Okay, so Chris, um, we we now have from uh, Schiff uh, what is going to happen. He says, as we move to open hearings, it's important to underscore that the impeachment inquiry and the committee will not serve as vehicles for any member to carry out the same sham investigations into the Bidens or debunked conspiracies about a 2016 U.S. election interference that President Trump pressed Ukraine to conduct for his own political uh, benefit. The committee also will not facilitate efforts by President Trump and his allies in Congress to threaten, intimidate, retaliate against the whistleblower who courageously raised the initial alarm. It remains the duty of the Intelligence Committee to protect whistleblowers, and until recently, this was a bipartisan priority. The whistleblower has rights under laws championed by the committee to remain anonymous and be protected from harm. The impeachment inquiry, moreover, has gathered an ever-growing body of evidence from witnesses and documents, including President's own words on his uh, july 25th phone call that not only confirms but exceeds the initial uh, in information from the whistleblower's complaint the whistleblower testimony is therefore redundant and unnecessary wow well i mean it's just nonsense glenn there's so much in that that is just nonsense but that's the way this investigation has been conducted from the very beginning you know that letter is in response to our request for six additional witnesses and, you know, they write up the resolution that governs this impeachment inquiry in such a way that we can't even call our own witnesses. We can't ask the questions that we want to ask. Everything we do is subject to the approval of the chair, and you won't approve any of it. Uh, imagine a defense. Can you imagine a defense where you're actually at trial and the judge says, well, you can't call any defense witnesses, or your defense attorney can't make certain arguments? That's what we're in the middle of here, and that's what Adam Schiff is doing. But, Glenn, no one is surprised about this. I mean, truly, we're not surprised. It's the way this has been conducted from the beginning, and it's the only way they can conduct it and have the narrative that they want that the press will then go out and mimic to try to convince the American people. So you, what is the plan then? Because what you're, you're not facing a hearing. You're, you're facing an inquisition, and Adam Schiff is, Schiff is the grand inquisitor. If he well, makes I, I, all of the rules and they don't apply to any kind of natural American rules, wh- what, do you, what do you have here besides an inquisition? 
Well, I think there's a couple things. Number one is just like with the Kavanaugh hearings, where they took the presumption of innocence, the idea that you've got to face your accuser. We took these principles that we've supported and, and defended for a thousand years and threw them out the window. The American people are offended by it, and they are offended by this as well. So part of the argument is we point out how unfair it is, how just unfair it is not to be able to call our own witnesses and make our own arguments. But I don't think we win on that, Glenn. I think the biggest thing is what you've been saying for the last week, and that is point out the absurdity of the argument at its core. Of course, American uh, intelligence or American law enforcement agencies investigate and, and work with foreign governments to investigate crime and corruption. Of course we do. Has anyone ever heard of Interpol? We do that all the time. And the second thing is, of course we do quid quo pro. Of course we withhold aid. I mean, we had a president who came to power in Ukraine that none of us knew. He came out of nowhere. We didn't know if he was corrupt or not. And it would be perfectly legal and perfectly within the realm of not just legality, but common sense to say, hey, we should understand this individual. He even says we can trust. He even says in the phone call, look, um, our intelligence shows that some of the corrupt people are still around you. And he says, no, I know who they are. And he says, no, Mr. President, I don't think you do know who they are. But we believe they're still around you and influencing you. So the president is questioning the guy's credibility and saying, look, we don't know if you're corrupt or not. And you have to show us that you're not. Exactly. I mean, this is from the president. Again, we didn't know anything about. We knew that he was supported by some oligarchs. Now, some of these oligarchs are claiming that they're there to fight corruption, but that's a that's a difficult argument to accept on its face. And so the president was saying, we need to understand him. And by the way, Glenn, this is important for those of us who work in national security intelligence. We had heard early in the spring uh, when this election first took place, that there would likely be a hold on some of the military aid that we were going to provide to Ukraine while we evaluated the new president and, and the new administration. Wow. Again, that's perfectly understandable. In fact, it's expected. And and I think the last thing on this is uh, another core argument people are making is, yeah, you can investigate people, but you can't investigate politicians. If you're running for office, you can't be investigated. I think that's an absurd argument to make. If you want to have American people talk about the elites in Washington, go ahead and make the argument that you can investigate anyone except for someone running for office like Vice President Biden was. They're beyond an investigation. It's improper to ask questions about them. I think that's a nutty argument to make. So, uh, Chris, are, are, do you believe that you guys are just going to be shouted down? Uh, I mean, you know, when you say the Kavanaugh hearing, the Kavanaugh hearing was made because we heard from the two sides. If you can't call the right witnesses and you can't ask questions, it was the Republicans that were asking those questions that that revealed who she was. And then it was Kavanaugh's opening statement where do you what do you have uh, and and what tools do you have to be able to have those people make the case because nobody's going to listen to the people giving speeches up on the by the committee yeah, well, I, Glenn, I think there's a couple of things. One thing, the rules of engagement with the closed hearings are going to have to open up. You're not going to be have, have instances like there was with me and others where uh, Chairman Schiff actually wouldn't let me ask a question or phrase a question the way that I wanted to, although I insisted and didn't change my question, and, you know, the witness wouldn't answer. But they're not going to be able to do that in open session like they have been able to do it in closed session. And the second thing is, even if we're not able to call our witnesses, which is incredibly 
destructive to the sense of fairness about this. But once again, we can go point out to the American people how how absurd that is. If you're interested in a fair a fair process, fair to both sides. And then I think the third thing is this, and it's not it's something that we've talked about much, but that is this has to go to the Senate. And the Senate will operate by their own rules. And the Senate, I think, if they wanted to hear from some of these other individuals, they'd have an opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think at the end of the day, the Senate may wash out some of this, you know, uh, other things that we're seeing here in the House. Why should why should this whistleblower be quote unquote exposed? Yeah, you know, the the law on that is very clear, and it's been contorted, and that's not surprising. It's not the only thing that has been. But there's been this contortion saying that it's illegal to expose him. It's not. It's, it's illegal or, or inappropriate for the inspector general who is conducting the investigation to expose him or to reveal who he is. The point being is you wouldn't want to have reprisals from his coworkers or his supervisors to fall down upon him. But this is something quite different. You can't in, initiate the impeachment of the president of the United States and expect to remain unanimous and not have to answer any questions. And there are meaningful questions that we want to ask this whistleblower, and we want to do it in person such that we can evaluate him so that we can see his response. That's an important part of, uh, of any, any hearing. That's why you have court where you bring the witnesses before the jury. You don't just have them sit in a back room and answer questions in writing. And uh, we really hope we have a chance to talk with this whistleblower face-to-face. The American people deserve to hear from him so, face-to-face. So, Chris, I, I have to tell you, um, I don't know if you've seen the chalkboards uh, specials that I've done, but uh, they have his fingerprints. I mean, he is, he's like Capone's accountant. He, his fingerprints are in and around all of the things uh, that have transpired with with Biden, uh, with the ambassador, with Chalupa. I mean, he's there. At DNC. The, yeah, he's there at the scene yeah. of the crime the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Well, it's him and others, uh, other friends. He's not the only one. No, no, I know uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and again, that's those are great examples, as you've pointed out now for a couple of weeks, Glenn. Those are great examples of fair questions that the American people should have a response to. Chris Stewart, um, what do you do now today and tomorrow? When when should we start seeing things? What should we be looking for? How's this play out in the next couple of days? Well, you know, I'm actually here in southern Utah today, flying back to D.C. tonight. And we're going to have uh, some strategy meetings tomorrow where we're going to have opportunities to kind of sit down as a Republican caucus and, sit and kind of work out how we think we'll handle these open hearings. i got to tell you, Glenn, I don't think they're going to be very compelling. I don't think there's any surprises that are coming. Either way, there's not going to be any groundbreaking moment where you think, oh, man, the president is in a lot of trouble. And on the other hand, there's not going to be anything where you think, oh, this is exculpatory. There's nothing there. It just is what it is. Uh, but I guess we'll just jump into the first hearing on Wednesday and uh, and see how that first one goes and then maybe evaluate what, what changes we might make in our strategy after that. Wow. So um, you, are you because I said this morning, I think the president needs to I think the Senate needs to take this and start playing offense um, and take this up, because if you're not going to get anywhere with it uh, and you're just going to have, you know, uh, a tie in the end, nobody's nobody's mind has changed and nothing's really been exposed. It's got to go to the Senate and they've got to start playing offense. 
Is that no, kind of where I you think it agree. might go? I no, I agree with you, and I, I alluded to that earlier, that the Senate won't have their hands tied like but, we have in the House. But is that a and, personal belief of yours like it is a personal belief of mine, or is it something that has a chance of really happening? Oh, I think absolutely has a chance of happening. Oh, wow. when, you talk with, when you talk with some of the senators who are, are going to be involved with this and their approach to this process, I think it's... No, look, I'm not in the U.S. Senate, and I don't want to speak for them, but I think it's it's more than likely. Oh, that's great. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that, because there's, yeah. there's a lot to yeah. uncover. There's a lot to yeah. uncover. Chris, thank you so much. I'm Glenn. Thank you, sir. You bet. That's uh, Representative Chris Stewart uh, from uh, the uh, state of Utah, who is, has been in the hearings um, and I've been dying to talk to him, but he's in the skiff, and so he can't say anything. But on the public hearings, he can. Uh, and we're also going to be talking to some other people along the way to uh, to get their viewpoint on what is coming. Of course, I just have to say this real quick. Peter King, we lost him. He's we not running him. for re-election. Yep, that crappy Republican. We're going to have to find mm. another crappy Republican to run. I don't think we're going to be able to find one as crappy, though. That's the problem. <laughs> it's going to be really hard to oh, find a, a, a terrible no, no, no. Republican. Do not, put, do not put it past the GOP to be able to find somebody worse than Peter King. They can do it. They can do it. They can do it with their eyes closed without even trying. <laughs> Survey conducted last year revealed 79% of smartphone owners used a protective case for their device. But what about protecting what's inside of the device? If you're not using secure Wi-Fi, cyber criminals can watch the activity on your device and steal the information that you send and receive. With a growing number of cyber threats, including ransomware and malware and spyware, antivirus just isn't enough. That's because you have to protect all of your digital life. What you need is the new Norton 360, and Norton 360 gives you the layers of protection that you need, including a VPN to help block hackers from watching and stealing the information you send and receive online, as well as real-time device protection against known and evolving threats. Now, nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cybersecurity and safety. And now, up until December 8th, you can get up to 60% off uh, six, uh, 60% off the annual subscription on your first year at Norton.com slash Beck. That's up to 60% off at Norton.com slash Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, and just the effort to make sure that we all, like the N- uh, the NBA, say that you know China is better and they know better, and they're just it's so free and so great. Um, they have just uh, they've just uh, imposed a, f- a few regulations on uh, video game playing for minors, um, anybody under eighteen, uh, you know, just to prevent people from I'm quoting indulging in online games. Uh, they've put an online ban in for minors, anybody under eighteen. 
Uh, you can't play anymore from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. Oh. And uh, also, you're restricted to 90 minutes of game time every day, except for national holidays. <laughs> and then you're allowed to play for three hours. Oh. So. Well, that's not too bad. Well, and then you also can't play. And this is everybody. This is, you know, over 18, under 18, over 80. Um, you're also prohibited from playing any game that depicts sexual explicitness, goriness, violence or gambling wow Kinda, so, it's a lot of stuff there no pac-man is still available well no they eat ghosts there's violence well it's uh, not very gory but you are as right violence was yeah. this copy and pasted from the bloomberg 2020 campaign site <laughs> 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 you can vote for that and get it yeah well it's coming to a country near you quicker than you might might think this is the glenbeck program